for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Welcome to Living Life. Yesterday, we saw the faith and courage of two Hebrew midwives, Shipra and Pua. They feared God more than Pharaoh, and they did not kill Hebrew babies. When Pharaoh figured out that his command was not fully carried out by Hebrew midwives, he became furious and angry. Afterwards, he gave a stricter order to everyone and everybody in his empire. Every Hebrew boy that is born in Egypt, you must throw into the Nile River. Both Egyptians and Israelites, men and women, young and old, have to obey Pharaoh's command and kill all newborn Hebrew baby boys. That was it. it was, uh, his command was so clear. There is no loophole in his command. Wow. We see how mad Pharaoh became. He, we see how strict and severe his command was. Who could dare to disobey the king's order? But we know the first theme of Exodus. God is a deliverer. He had delivered Jacob and his entire family. He had delivered Hebrew baby boys through two Hebrew midwives, Shipra and Pua. And today we're going to see how our God delivers a baby boy called Moses. Let's take a look at today's passage. Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. Now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman. And she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. Welcome back to Living Life. Today's passage is about the birth of Moses, but it actually focuses on the mother of Moses, how God uses Moses' mother in order to deliver the baby Moses. Let's read Exodus chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. 
Now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levi woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. Moses' mother was、uh, a Hebrew of a tribe called Levi, a slave of the lowest social rank and position. Remember, Israel had been enslaved for a century or more, perhaps. The parents of Moses were therefore slaves when they got married. They worked as slave laborers, like animals. They were abused and yelled at, cursed and beaten by slave masters. They were poor,、uh, lived in a small and poorly furnished house. Probably, they had few possessions and they had no opportunity to do what they wanted. However, Moses' mother had a deep relationship with God. She was spiritually awake. She was spiritually rich. In Exodus two two says, when she saw that he was a fine child, yes, Moses' mother saw that her baby boy was a fine child. Here, the word "fine child" does not only refers to Moses' physical appearance. Wow, Moses so handsome. Good-looking, chubby boy. Yes, he might be good-looking and chubby boy. But when you see Acts、uh, seven verse twenty, the Bible says Moses was beautiful in the sight of God. Moses was beautiful, baby, in God's point of view, and Moses' mother was also able to see her son with the spiritual eyes, with God's eyes, the way that God sees people. Moses' mother was a poor slave with low, lowest social rank, but spiritually she was rich. She was a woman of God. She was able to see things through God's eyes. She was not only spiritual but also practical. Besides, when she knew that the baby is beautiful in God's sight, she hid the baby for three months. She not only saw things in God's eyes, she also had strong heart. Like God, and hid the baby for three months, without fearing Pharaoh. Perhaps, like Moses' mother, you and I are not financially well off, don't have a good social and edu- educational background. You and I often think that we are inferior and insignificant in this world. No worries. God used Moses' mother, because she was spiritually rich. She had God's eyes. She had God's heart. She saw things through God's eyes. She acted courageously with God's heart. God doesn't see your physical appearances. God sees your heart each and every day. Let's continue to read verse three and four. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed a child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. The baby Moses was growing bigger and bigger. His crying voice became louder and louder. Therefore, Moses' mother was not able to hide ba- the baby Moses any longer. Moses' mom was praying and thinking. She had to work out some plan. Thankfully, God gave her an un- 
a great idea so that she made a papyrus basket for Moses, like Noah's Ark, coated it with tar and pitch, uh, placed her son in it, and put it safely on the Nile River. God used Moses' mother because she was a woman of wisdom. She worked out the wisest plan. Where was the wisdom coming from? From God, of course. And she must have been asking for God's wisdom for three months. God will use us, not because we are excellent and we are wise in many ways. No, a lot of times we are foolish. We make many mistakes. But James 1, 5, 5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Yes, if we ask God for wisdom, God will give us wisdom and use us to serve others with that wisdom in their relationship with God. Moses' mother got God's sight, God's heart, and God's wisdom. Let's read verse, verses 5 and 6. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and uh, sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Moses' mom placed a papyrus basket on the Nile River, and the basket was moving. Coincidentally, Pharaoh's daughter was taking a bath on that particular day, on that particular hour, and on that particular spot. Thus the Pharaoh's daughter found the basket and opened it. And coincidentally, the baby was crying so that Pharaoh's daughters uh, had compassion with the baby. Like, hmm. I use the word coincidence a lot here. But as Christians, we know that there's no such a word called coincidence in the Bible. Rather, it is called God's providence, right? When we are in deep relationship with God, God enables us to see things through His eyes, do things through His heart and wisdom, and eventually everything works together for good according to His purpose and grace. Many times we feel ourselves very inferior and insignificant. We say to God, you cannot use me. I'm so weak and foolish. But when our relationship with God goes deeper and deeper, we will see things through God's eyes, act according to His heart, and do things with His wisdom. And eventually, we will see that God uses every circumstance of our life for good, for His purpose, and for His glory. Let me finish today's QT with one question. Are you seeking God today so that we can see things in God's eyes, do things with God's heart, work out things with God's wisdom for His kingdom and for His glory? Let's pray. Dear God, we acknowledge that apart from You, we can do nothing. That's why we ask you today, give us your eyes, give us your heart, and give us your wisdom for your kingdom and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.
Yeah.